Hello everyone, Maria and Gina with Reflecting Reset. <laughs> your Change, favorite, we changed your, it a yeah, little your bit. Your favorite today. show, Maria likes to say your favorite show. Your favorite show, which is now on Mondays. And today we're actually going to talk about something that we have been struggling with for the past, uh, I would say, two to three weeks. Yeah. It's been a true challenge for us because we are so busy yeah. with COVID testing. Yeah. So guys, you know, we're doing rapid testing now. You don't need an appointment. So, I mean, we're seeing so many patients that um, we're going to say, when you come in, please be patient with us. But uh, we're seeing so many patients that our time is getting away from us because I wasn't able to handle any of my workload today because I was helping so much with the girls in the front. Maria was doing the same thing, trying to manage the flow of patients. Um, and, yeah. you know, how, do you, how does time get away from you? There's not enough hours in the day. It's uh, that is true. And one of the things that we realized and we're looking at people's time and the struggle that people are having to be able to get the test done at a time that right. it, it, it works for them. So we have actually decided that we're going to be opening Sundays as well. We're opening on Saturday. So starting this Sunday. Yep. We will be open from nine to one and we actually started to open every day until six o'clock to do the COVID testing because we are seeing the need is increasing. Yeah. Unfortunately, we are seeing a little a bit of more positive. Uh, positive tests, uh, not as bad as it's getting in Queens. Right. Uh, Queens and Brooklyn, I heard that is getting really bad out there that, but you know, so we are talking today about time management because it's something that we all struggle with. Yes. So GC. Yes. So I, I get the <laughs> honor of introducing up. our guest. So our guest today is Conrad Ruiz. I hope I said that I didn't butch the name. Uh, and Conrad actually had the same type of issue with his own life between his elderly dad and some health issues. And he had to try to figure out how to manage time. He's perfected it to the point where he actually has clients. So um, you're probably looking at the next two clients that will be with him because we need some serious help with this place. But Conrad, uh, please, you know what? I, I know I just touched on it, but why don't you tell everybody, first of all, a little bit about you uh, and how you got started in time management. Sure. First of all, guys, uh, thank you so much for having me. I can't believe you're opening all day, working until 6 p.m., trying to help people out with rapid testing. Um, I was in New York before coming back to Florida to be with my old man um, and my mom during these troubling times. And I could not imagine just what could have, like, I couldn't imagine having left at such a time when things were just going to be such so different. Um, so yeah. thank you all for doing the work that you're doing, um, first of thank all. Yeah, so about myself, uh, my name is Conrad Ruiz. I was born and raised in Florida. I studied biomedical engineering uh, and then business management, um, became an entrepreneur for a number of years. And through my experience as an entrepreneur, I ultimately found myself not as a lab rat, um, or as I originally expected, but rather as this time management consultant. Um, so how I got here, um, I, as Gina mentioned, um, I really starts off with my dad. Um, my dad at this point in time now is 93 years old. Um, he's going to be 94 actually next month. Uh, we're soon to celebrate his birthday. And I mean, he's doing great. He's ripe. He's kicking. Um, really, really stubborn old guy. Um, he, 
he he's always had the expectation for me to grow up really fast because in his day and age in life in the world of medicine there was no expectation to live beyond 65. um so these other this sort of third half of the third third element of his life this third sort of um this third quarter if you will or fourth quarter if you will no one expected it um especially himself and so he thought you know hey this this is this is my last kid as he says at least he likes to say and he had to say hey let's grow up fast let's, i want to be able to talk with you i want to be able to engage with you i want to interact with you and i was like okay god i don't know what that means yet um but i guess i'm gonna have to figure that out and so that was always like a ticking clock for me, just trying to make the old man proud at a time and just figure out what exactly that meant, what that expectation was for me was always just to just do a lot um, and really try to expect of myself, my time, my studies, my academics, and then eventually my professional career just meant succeed. Um, and so that, that, that weighed on me a lot. That actually took a lot, a huge toll on my time and, and energy um, for a lot of different things. Um, as much as I felt like I did really well academically in a lot of respects, I went to biomedical engineering, namely because of another sort of ticking time clock that I had, where my doctors told me at the age of 17, hey, you've only got one kidney. Uh, we kind of just found out uh, in the middle of a little hospital fund, and turns out you've got multiple cysts on that kidney. We don't know what necessarily that might entail in the next 20 or so years, but that's just something we're going to have to keep an eye on here. And it was just a very light, casual way of saying, you've got polycystic kidney disease, and we're not sure how this thing's going to progress, but good luck with that. Um, so I've always tried to race the clock and I realized when I was really trying to succeed as an entrepreneur, like that was everybody else's game too. And we were all suffering immensely, um, health wise, mentally, physically, uh, wealth wise, obviously we were all taking a real, a real kick in the, in the, in salary in some way, shape or form. Um, and then finally, from a cultural perspective, I mean, the whole element of like study, 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 get smarter, get better, get faster. Um, personally improve in every way, shape, or form, at the same time, rest very little, and review is not really a question of like how to actually look at your time. You don't have time to review your time, you just have time to do more. Um, so um, overly ambitious expectations met with um, just a, a very painful reality of how people were going about spending their time towards everything that mattered. I just said like, this, this needs to stop. Like I've been doing this my whole life and this needs to stop. And so I sat down with everyone and I said, listen, I'm going to help you figure out how to set your time so that you're not killing yourself over your business, over you're trying to make your own health demands and needs, trying to meet all these different expectations because I've been doing that all my time. And it blows, eventually that just became my, my full-time work. Just I got out of the lab, which by the way is a huge time sink. If you want to meet with things that have no expectations for, for a social life, try growing cells in a Petri dish. Those things do not care about you in any way, shape or form personally. Um, they don't take holidays and they're extremely demanding. But besides that point, um, I just, I took away, I went away from that and I started talking to the entrepreneurs who were my friends, who were really trying to push themselves hard and that some of them had families, some of them had multiple jobs, some of them had very, very, very difficult demands. But at the end of the day, they have 24 hours just like you and me and everybody else. So what's the deal? What are we gonna do? How are we gonna make sure that we make the most of this time and get to a really, really practical understanding of not only what matters, but how are we gonna stay focused on what matters? And yeah, that's that's been well aware right now as a company, that's been my, my life's focus at this time. How did you figure out then how to, how to manage your time? Because obviously you had to become 
very good at managing your time and then be able to translate that into the clients that you're getting. So how did you figure out at some point you said, okay, I say no more to this crazy life. I say no more. Maria has to go I say no more. No more. <laughs> <laughs> no digo no más. No digo no más. Uh, for those of you that don't know, that is the sign of the social movement that we launched on Friday. Mm -hmm. And uh, but we can apply that to many things in life because at some point we have to say no more. So how did you decide that Okay, I, I'm, I've become so good at managing my time. What changes did you do? Yeah, so um, honestly, it really starts with probably the hardest assessment ever, which is um, you have to let a lot of things go. Um, for some people, yeah, right? The first thing you go like, oh, uh, I can't do that. Um, I literally need to hold on to everything that makes my life the way it is now. And that's kind of like when you take a step back and you recognize that and you recognize the, the craziness of your life, um, and you know, the first thing you ask is like, how did I get here? Um, what happened that led me to be in this point where I, I literally feel like I can't even let go of a single thing or otherwise my whole world will fall apart. Um, you know, I, I tend to see that very practically when I sit down with a client and they tell me, this is how I want my, my schedule to go. This is like my ideal expectations of my world. And then we go through a day, we go through a week and we see how that expectation of time meets with the reality of what ends up happening, what they end up doing, what ends up getting in the way, all that jazz. And I go, you know, if if you could never meet your ideal expectations, like what's, what's where are you at right now? Like what does ideal look like? If, if that's what ideal looks like, what does right now look like? And some people will say like, it's miserable, it's, it's the rock bottom, it's the worst. It's like, no, it's not, it's just a situation. So the first thing you have to do, the first thing that I did is just recognize the situation. And some people will call that just like the first level of awareness. Some people will say that's mindfulness, all correct terms. I think what it really boils down to is just having a system of organized like categories that kind of define what you have to do in your life in order to meet bare bones expectations. And you can start with health because that's easy. You have to eat, you have to sleep. You have to breathe, and by breathe I mean like exercise and just do a, put a little bit of form into your function of your body. And then that's just the bare bones, just, just meet those expectations, which frankly, 10 hours a day, eight hours a day, some people don't sleep at all, four hours a day. So the question first becomes like, where, where are you at with your health? Then you can go and look into your business and kind of look at the, the elements. Of, and if, if you're an employee, look at the elements of your work as well. It doesn't matter if you're a business owner or not. If you're just an ambitious professional who's like, I've got a lot of things to do. I've got a lot of hustles. Okay, fine. So be it. But again, what are the expectations there? What, what is the job to be done for each of those, um, for each of those businesses, for each of those, for each of that work? And how are you going about meeting that on a daily basis? Is that the smartest approach? Um, obviously some people will say, no, obviously not. Like if it was, I wouldn't be killing myself, but maybe the truth is again, going back to letting go, you are working as smart as you possibly can, given the fact that you're working three jobs. Okay. Got it. That's the truth. So now the question is like, how are you going to do two jobs and still make either the same amount of money or where's the finance get involved? And this just becomes essentially a self audit, just a process of the first step in managing is just trying to measure where you're at you are here is sort of like the, the, the key standing point that you kind of have to get to. It's like, this is where the situation is. And then from that, then you can start to assess like, okay, what is the small little thing that I can win today? What's the smallest little thing I could do smarter? Where can I shave five minutes here? Where can I shave 10 minutes there? Where can I save a couple bucks here? But if you're gonna save money, 
be mindful. Are you going to add time? Time is the one thing at the end of the day where you're not going to get back. So, and it's only going to get harder from as, as time moves forward. So that becomes the real question of the two banks you're going to walk out of and withdraw from, are you going to withdraw from your time bank? You're going to draw it from your money bank, which makes more sense given the situation. So that's, that's kind of where it all started for me, just kind of breaking those things down one by one and then just accepting the smallest wins in any of those categories. If it was something on the nutrition end, if I could save myself time from grocery shopping by just pre-mapping my, this was like, I did this in New York at one point. I literally pre-mapped my route for how I was going to go around the grocery store so that I could get everything I needed and walk out without having to spend extra time or make any extra purchases. And it was like, it was just a simple time save, but like, it's worth a lot. Groceries are expensive and time going to the store costs you time, period. So looking at little things like that and then kind of diving into the more professional element of it, like how can I be smarter with my networking? Um, how can I go about creating the value that I create in a much more intelligent way so I can, I can keep the quality, but I do it in less time or the quality is the same, but I do it in less time. Um, there's just so many ways to kind of hack um, and kind of get at that time in really clever ways. And the important thing at the end of the day then is not to then swallow the rest of that time doing more of the same activity. The goal is not to be more efficient. The goal is to be more productive. That extra time is then going to be then spent towards reviewing and going towards more of those on the business type of activities or on your persona kind of activities, working on yourself rather than working in the day to day. I hope that yeah. makes sense. I hope that adds a little bit of like context or. I no, I, I let me tell you today. I'm I'm actually reading, listening to a book I shared with my business partner mm -hmm. this morning. The art, the art of living, and this book it talks about you know sort of what you started talking about. I think we need to figure out, and this is my personal opinion, that mindfulness, that taking care of your mind and your body, needs to be a priority for everyone. Because I think what happens is we get so caught up on the time when it comes to being efficient for your business or, you know, you need to work and, and you don't have time for yourself. I hear from so many people, I, I don't have time to work out. It's, you know, there's always, and I actually do a lot of videos and I talk about how no excuses. My, my it, you know, like you don't like to work out. She doesn't like to work out, but that's her choice, right? But it's not, Gina doesn't say, I don't have time. I don't like working out. So she, she'll have right. to she find her. Right. Yeah. So I, I think it's, it's important to create a base where you're taking care of your mind and be mindfulness because if you can be mindfulness, what we do is, and I think most of a lot of people do, I know I've worked on trying to create a mindfulness life, um, that we are just going and going and going. And then we lose the purpose, like, where are we going? You know, life, every moment that we're living is the moment that that's it, it's gone. And we will never get back. And we call so, it unrefundable minutes. Unrefundable minutes. So... Being able to have somebody, I, I think everybody should either, you know, get somebody like you, hire you, and really review the entire day, your entire week, your entire months. Like, what are you doing? Time is, it's for me, I was so excited when I met you because somebody was, somebody recommended you very highly. And she said that you changed 
her life. She said, it's incredible how I didn't realize how much time I was wasting until I found, you know, she hired him to do the, uh, to consult. How much time you're wasting? How much time she was wasting. Oh, I see. And, uh, and I feel I am somebody very efficient, but you will, you You'll probably, always. you probably find that you are wasting. Absolutely. Like for mm -hmm. example, I actually talked to Comrade about this. Um, I know that there is an app and I actually got it. I just don't know how to use it. So Comrade is going to help me uh, that you can send the link so that people can look at your whole schedule and they can choose uh, yes. what, you know, what appointment is what, what works for them instead of me saying these things um, work right, for me. Right. I know I waste a lot of time doing <clears throat> that. So I need to fix that. But that idea came from Jolene, who is the person that you actually do, do, uh, do the consulting, time management consulting. And I know that, you know, I said, oh, my God, this is so efficient. And I've seen that before. But sometimes you just need to take, you know, step back, back yeah. and then say, okay, how am I going to utilize the time? I am making an effort. And for the two of us, we're making we're going to make an investment to make sure that we figure out how do we produce more and work more efficiently and make sure that and we not, have and not and not killing yourself right. and working you know it used to be you get up in the morning don't be a robot <laughs> you know it, it it used to be where you get up in the morning you work at your computer you come here you work at your computer you go home you work at your computer but you never seem to get anything done you never seem to be, get things finished but it's but like like you said, Maria. Today is these days in the world that we're in now. It's a crazy, crazy world, especially if you're in healthcare. So I'd yeah. be very curious to hear your thoughts on our type of schedule, my type of schedule, who wears multiple hats in this facility that can't sit at her desk now. I can't sit at my desk and do the work I need to do because everybody needs me at this point. But I would be very curious to see what we come back with. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'd be delighted to check it out. I, I mean, I'm like, look. At the end of the day, I'm fascinated by how people um, invest their time. I'm fascinated by the value that that brings. And so, when it comes down to like to Maria's point, when it comes down to even just shaving a couple of seconds, having to schedule time to meet with someone, you know, just getting to the heart of the value, which is the meeting itself. Um, you know, we have so many tools and there's so many things to become aware of that can help us all out in terms of saving time and just getting to, again to that place where we can just take a moment to step back and go, this is great. I can finally breathe again. Okay, I want to do more of these kind of things that save me more time because that produces more value. That brings me, that allows me to show up to the world in a much more um, effective way. And that allows me to continue to do what I'm doing without compromising myself at the end of the day. In fact, it's by the lack of compromising oneself that we get to actually provide the greatest amount of value. But it can be difficult. There's a lot of things that can get in the way. So it's just a matter of being able to account for all those activities. Um, yeah, I love Calendly. I, I literally wrote an article about how um, the amount of time that you save, not just in the long run, but just in one instance um, of by starting to use a tool like Calendly as an example to automatically schedule people instead of saying, hey, when are you available? And then getting that response back and then the back and forth, like cut all that nonsense out. Um, I, I, it saves a tremendous amount of time over one's lifetime. And this is, we're not even talking about a tool that's at its prime. There's, I've even, I've even found other tools 
um, that go even uh, even farther than this in terms of saving seconds. And it sounds crazy. It sounds super efficient. It sounds machine-like. But it's where we're all headed if we don't keep up. Yeah, I mean, the, like you said, sounds like machine. But I think at some point we need to become very structured so that we can find the time to have fun. Like, we are at our age, you know, we're very young age. We, we look very young, <laughs> very young, you know, we take very good care of ourselves. <laughs> but we also want to be able to have a little more fun because yeah. we cross over 50. And I say that when you cross over 50, even though they say, you know, they say it's downhill. I don't think <laughs> I don't think of it that way. I feel I've if, got, I got if no better. man can yeah, show anything. It's 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 a crazy ride afterwards. I don't I don't really know. It's a roller coaster. I mean, I think I don't know. We're all in for a blast. If this guy can be up until ninety three, I think we're all in for a great time. Yeah, yeah. I I want to have, but but the thing is, you know, that we want to find efficiency during our uh, during the time that we are working so that we could have a little more fun because we want to be able to take yeah. a little more time you know with our families because yeah. right now I, I talk about the value of times and memories because as we get older we need to create memories that it's going to be our bank i call it of memories that we're going to be when we are in the rocking chair <laughs> with no teeth <laughs> the two of us and we're going to say do you remember, remember when <laughs> do you remember when we went to the beach and we had so much fun there and we were that's that's valuable like i mean joking aside i think it is um very important that especially as we get older that we find the the balance a yes, harmony absolutely the balance we are you can be more efficient so we are very excited. And you were talking about uh, technology. And I'm assuming one of the things that you you do is that you can help uh, us, for example, find technology that can make us more efficient at the same time. Is that Correct. something accurate? Correct. It's absolutely part of the experience is giving you awareness um, and the means to take the time if you however you need it. Um, to get acquainted with the tools that are going to save you time and make you more productive. Um, it is an absolutely incredible and very important part because otherwise I'm basically asking you to just be more efficient otherwise. Like if I can't tell you to leverage uh, another person and their time or to leverage um, an existing tool that can just essentially do more actions than you can or do them more effectively than you can, then what's the point? I'm literally asking you to just try to be perfect and that doesn't exist. Like, I think that's one of the biggest things that I, I love to get people to take away with is like, no one here, especially your own calendar, should not be asking you to be this perfect machine-like human being when it comes to how you expect, how you how you plan to meet expectations. Uh, I've tried it. I've tried it every single time. It's it's it reaches the definition of insanity when you try to set the same schedule over and over again and meet the same results of disappointment. Um, absolutely, absolutely. Comrade, how does it work? Uh, so if the people that are watching our show, our uh, followers, our, our, their religious followers that always watch us, how, do, how does it work if they want to get in touch with you? They, they can get to uh, your link. They can contact you on LinkedIn. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, um, I'll, since we're talking about scheduling tools, um, I'm sorry, Henry, we didn't get to prepare this earlier on in advance. But um, folks, outside of just reaching out to me on LinkedIn, 
um, you can just go to my Calendly um, and just schedule 15 minutes with me. So without me having to go through the whole, hey, when are you available? Let's chat, let's find the time to chat. Just click on the link, um, which um, I can let Henry know is, um, you know, calendly.com forward slash Conrad Ruiz forward slash intro. Um, it's a 15 minute call, automatically schedules onto my, onto my calendar and yours as well. So it's, it's little things like this um, that just save people an incredible amount of time. And I tend to make myself available um, all, 24 hour, all, uh, all 24 hours that I'm not already booked at. Um, so that's why you see that every single day is made available because I'm here to chat. I'm here to connect with people. This is, this is what the world is all about. And most of so, your yeah. stuff, I'm sure now it's, it's all done virtually. When it wasn't COVID, were you doing this face-to-face? -face? Were you meeting with people? Yeah. Yeah, when I was in New York, especially, I was able to, to just walk around the city and go hang out with people and, and come to their homes and, and see what their situation is like, should they let me. Um, and, you know, we would just, we would have a great time talking about everything, like looking into everything that we can do into the cooking space, or we would go a little Mary Kondo-esque. Like, I've now, recently, I've been like, wait, what's holding me back from doing like a Mary Kondo kind of hour with people um, in terms of kind of like helping them organize their physical space? I had a, a client last month. He was like, I was like, okay, listen, our last hour this month, like, like pull out your tripod, put, put me in the corner somewhere. And like, I'm just going to point at spaces in your, in your room for like, and you're going to work on them for five minutes until they're clean and organized. And his whole space transformed. Um, so yeah. we used to do a ton of stuff like that in person. Nowadays I have to, I have to make whatever I can make ends meet uh, with, with somebody's phone and their, their, their camera placement. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, everything's virtual. Yeah, I think you can tell a lot about a person. You can tell a lot about a person, but from their physical space. You can tell a lot about a person from their office. That's why you're never allowed in my office. <laughs> I got papers everywhere. No, no, you're, no. You're no. pretty organized. No, pretty organized. Right? Do you, so that's a question. Do you find, there are people that say, I know where everything is, but they have papers in a mess everywhere. Could that be true? Like, I find I need everything. It, so I will, just, I will tell you that, yeah, there are some messy folk out there who will attribute their messiness as not necessarily a mess, but, but very much just an organized mess. And what I'll say is um, it boils down to a couple of things when it comes to those kinds of messes. One, are you disrupting anybody else's life? So are, are you by, by allowing yourself to live in this disorder that you def, that you have order over, um, even if you can access things efficiently and effectively, which is sort of the second thing that I tend to ask people like, okay, you do know where things are, but how quickly and easily can you access it without disrupting other items or stepping over things or, or creating more of a mess and then causing problems? You're like, how truthfully, honestly, can you, or can you be organized in this disorder? And then are you disrupting anybody by being disorderly? Are you disrupting a partner by having your personal home being a mess? Are you disrupting something? Are you, are you just making your place look um, not necessarily well kept, which can it can say something about you that people may not be the, the best, the, the most honest of, of inferences made about you, but it could end up harming you, um, especially in a world that appreciates order. Um, the third thing is, is really like, you know, if we were to honestly go and clean up a little bit of this stuff, like, would it really bother you or would it actually make you happier? And I've seen with some folks after they make the whole, I'm, I'm actually really happy with my mess. We actually clean up a little bit. He's like, I want to keep doing this. Hold on. Um, right. They find value in it. Yeah. Unless you're on that show Hoarders. That ain't happening. <laughs> Do you ever see that show it's Hoarders? Whole, oh, yeah. That is a whole other level of... College. Yeah. 
that is a challenge what people on think, various what people on think they need. What people, yeah, it's it's a craziness, but you don't you can't get into their heads of what they think they need. Right. But I mean, this is a smaller scale. But I'm just saying, yeah, it, the way he was going reminded me. Of do that. you do you use this tech, uh, the iPhone a lot to save time? Because I, I how, how do it you depends. feel? There's a lot of tools that I find that definitely help me on my iPhone. Yeah, yeah. there's a lot of distractions too. Um, I'd say it's it's about what you're using and when you're using it, um, and what the difference of using that is compared to a traditional desktop tool. Um, if we're talking about technology here, hard line is is that it's nice it's nice and convenient to have this available. This is essentially a computer. So using it as such and treating it as such um, and keeping it orderly and tight is this like literally if you scroll through my like this is my page. Very clean. Okay. Also says do not hide. Uh, it's sort of like my little motto. But you'll see I have I have literally just these apps. These are all my apps. I don't have to scroll up. I don't have to scroll right. I don't have to do any. Everything that I need is right is literally right here. I don't have to do yeah. much else. In terms of scrolling going wow. around i'm at least two clicks away from any app that i need and that's that was intentional so you can there's many ways to go about being orderly down to the nitty-gritty elements even for your phone but yes i totally agree this is a great tool as long as it's not taking you away from doing the things that matters and i think going back to a schedule uh, or even just a scheduling tool telling yourself this is what i'm going to do when i'm on my phone at a certain time is incredibly valuable yeah, it's uh, my daughter actually took my phone, cleaned out all the apps, and then she created folders so that pretty much I get to see also everything in just one. Yeah, one and a that's, half. That's it. But perfect. I, I didn't, I didn't realize like you have all these different apps and you do waste time. Yeah, that's why it's so important to look at every area yeah. of your life. I mean, I'm on that time kick right now because we. There's just so much that we are working on here. I have, you know, my book, we have book launches and you want to make sure that you don't disturb, you know, like for me, for May, this is a priority. So it's, um, you got to find a, a way to organize your life so that you can accomplish all the things that you want to do. But I will say again, that you come first, taking care of your body. You know, so many people say, I don't have time to exercise. I don't have time to eat right. I they're they're just picking whatever and you're destroying the the most valuable thing that you have. This is your temple. Right. And this is the system. Want... Like don't don't sabotage the system that matters. Yeah. Yeah. Without this, without this system, nothing does, works. Nothing works. That's why yeah. in the book, the art of living, which I would recommend. It, it really focuses on, um, you know, the, the being mindfulness, which is the new thing, you know, creating awareness because we live a life that so many times we just are going not on seeing. a, you know, flat line, not, not seeing, yeah, not, not, not reflecting not and resetting. Yeah. And being present to your, you know, surroundings and what you have in front of you and then in your life. So I yeah. liked it. Yeah. So I think, to that, um, I think you might, if I could add just one thing onto that topic of, of being mindful um, that I think is really important in today's day and age is like, um, especially now, there is there is a lot 
that you could become mindful of and become aware of that you may have been trying to avoid for the longest time. It's okay to realize that things suck, <laughs> um, that things aren't going the way that you want them to or things aren't going well. Um, it's better to account for those things and accept them for what they are rather than to um, consistently try to push them off or to start stay, mind, stay mindless of them. I just want to add that key fire. I think that's one of the hardest things that people are trying to get over nowadays is I'm trying to be more mindful, but there are things that I'm just trying not to open up right now that are difficult and we need time for that. So that makes sense. Yeah. So this is wonderful. Mm -hmm. I mean, time management, like we said at the beginning of the show, is something that we all struggle with. So being able to have someone like you and uh, we'll let you know, guys, because we are going to be doing a consultation with Conrad uh, soon and um, both of us. So, Conrad, thank you so much for making yourself available for our show. And uh, remember, if you like us, make sure you like us on social media. Yes. And uh, we're here to serve you. We're here to help you, uh, whether it's with your medical needs, uh, getting information about COVID testing, like we were talking at the beginning, or trying to find more time for you. Because at 4 May, our mission is your health. Yes. So remember, like us, comrade. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Henry, Henry, show your Bye -bye, face. Bye-bye, you, Henry. <laughs> thank you to Deadline, Henry Ramos. Where are you, Henry? Oh, he's not oh, showing up. Yeah, he'll show up. There he <laughs> there is. There we go. Yeah. Time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Love it. Thank you so much. Bye, Bye guys. Bye, everybody. Thank you. Bye, comrade. Take care. Bye.